This call is being recorded. Giving hope, walking in the truth. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who just joined us on the call? Good morning, Susie. It's Pam. Happy good morning, belated Pam. Christmas. Uh, the same to you. Good morning. Good morning. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call and would like to say good morning? Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call this morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who just joined us on the call? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who just joined us on the call? Good morning. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> Good morning, Susie. It's Nikisha. Good morning, family. Good morning, Nikisha. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Susie. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm great. I can't complain. That's me. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just grateful. <laughs> Very grateful. Very grateful. God is good. Yes, he is. Is anyone else joining the call who would like to say good morning? Anyone else join the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good morning, Deborah Evans. Good morning. Anyone else join the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. Hey, family. Um, Susie, there will be no um, walk it out. We're going to resume first of the year. Okay. Okay. Thank you for letting me know. You're welcome. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. It's David. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm doing fine, David. How about you? 
doing wonderful. Thank you. Great. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Hey, good morning, Susie. It's Dee Dee. Merry day after Christmas. Merry day after Christmas, Dee Dee. Have a wonderful day. Do the same. Yeah, yeah. My love. Thank you. I will. Good morning, Brother Eric. Good morning, everybody. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. Good morning, Dee Dee family. This is Gloria. Good morning, Gloria. And I heard someone else. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Is anyone else uh, joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Susie. Has anyone else joined the call? <clears throat> is anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning, Sylvia. It's Barbara. Good morning, Barbara. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Well, everyone, it's 6.05, so I'll go ahead and get started. So before we do move forward, we are do ask that you move your line so that we can proceed. And hello again. My name is Susie, and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We're a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time. To edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to stay tuned in with us for the last couple of days of December for the monthly theme entitled Vision. You don't want to miss the messages, teachings, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declare. There are two announcements today. There will not be any walk it out tonight, but it will resume in January. And second, if you've been blessed by the call and would like to sew into it, please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me forward slash declare victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting Him. 
We do have one prayer request from the app, which was posted by Resilient Rosanna. She posted a prayer request that we that she will be having surgery and to keep her in our prayers and pray for her. The prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Diane. The declaration will be brought by Didi. Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the declared Didi. Now repeat that. Prayer and corporate praise by Diane. The declaration will be brought by our Didi. Then we will go right into the closing comments. The scripture for today is Daniel 2 and 29. During the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised, Daniel praised the God of heaven. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Diane. God bless you all. Have a wonderful day. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you this morning for your love. We thank you for your indwelling spirit to help us to walk this life right and upright before you, oh God. So God, I thank you this morning. I thank you for opening our eyes that we wasn't consumed in our sleep. But God, you brought us to the dawning of a brand new day that we may have brand new mercies today, brand new opportunities to share your love, your goodness and grace with others, oh God, those that doesn't know you in the pardons of their sins. So, God, I thank you for being my Heavenly Father this morning. I thank you for my family, for Declare Victory family. Declare Victory declares on this call. I thank you for each and every one who pours into our lives each and every day, Lord God. I thank you for the teaching that you have given us this year as this year comes to an end, oh God. God, we thank you for the upcoming year. We thank you in advance, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the previous teaching moving forward, the fruit of the Spirit, Lord God, going higher in you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for the teaching on grace, on fear and prayer and kingdom living, Lord God. We thank you for the call the faith factor, oh God, the courts of heaven, the bloodline curses, oh God, glory and honor in God, your vision for the lives of your people. God, we thank you for each declare. We thank you for their families, their children, and their spouses. For God, you have truly been good to us. You have truly taught us things that we didn't know, things that we read over every day when we go into your word. God, thank you. Thank you for your teaching, oh God. 
God, I give you praise this morning. We can never know enough. We can never know everything in your word. We can never know your full revelation. So, God, we bless your name this morning. We thank you, Lord God, for your teaching. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that indwells in us, oh God. We thank you for your guiding and protection each day, Lord God. So, God, I lift our children up to you this morning, oh God, as they go to and from, Lord God, to classrooms and schools, just walking about and sitting in their homes, uh, young adults, Lord God, just your people in general. So much going on in the world and people are snatching people, snatching your children, God using them for sex trafficking, forced marriages, oh God, and organ donors, Lord God, against their will, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. So, God, I pray for your protection over your people today, over our children, over our homes, and God, as we walk about, Lord God, on the highways and byways, God, we thank you this morning for your protection over us, over our mind and our hearts, and God, as we fast in the upcoming year, Lord God, we pray that you consecrate our minds and our hearts, circumcise our hearts, that it will be more like you, Lord God, that when we will Walk upright in you, Lord God. I thank you this morning, Lord God, for the message that's coming, Lord God. And I pray over Dee Dee and her family and her husband, Maddie, and their children, Amani, Ariana, Alyssa, Aaron, and Alex, and their grandbabies, Lord God. God, I just praise you this morning just for who you are. You are the sovereign God. God, you never change. You are the unchanging God. God, you are the transcendent God, and I praise your name this morning. I thank you for life, Lord God. I thank you for pouring into me, God, as I seek you every day. God, I thank you, Lord God, for each and every one on this call. I thank you, Lord God, for your comfort in those families that have lost loved ones, oh God. God, I pray for the Clifton family as they approach the time to lay the rest. Joe Clifton, God, I thank you for his life. Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, for his wife, Miss Betty. God, I thank you for the family, Lord God. You said you will give them beauty for ashes. You will give them the all of joy, and you will give them a crown of beauty for their heaviness. God, I thank you that when these times come, you are there to comfort us. God, I thank you this morning. I lift up Roseanne as she prepared for surgery. God, you are doc, you are the doctor in the, in the hospital, and you never lost a patient. So, God, touch her with your finger of love. Bring her through her surgery, God. God, I thank you this morning. I lift up Oliver and Portia this morning. Lord God, touch Oliver's body, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Remove the cancer, never to return. God, in the name of Jesus, I lift up Miss Sylvia to you this morning, oh God. Heal her body, Lord God, from, from heart disease, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, something's going on in all of our lives, but God, 
God, you who are strong and mighty and full of power. God, you who are a healer, Jehovah Rapha. God, I thank you that you heal all our disease and sickness, God. I thank you, Lord God, that you are Elohim, the creator of all things, the heavens and the earth, the universe and all that dwells in it. So God, I thank you that you poured into each of our lives, Lord God, your holy word. And you tell us to walk right, Lord God, before you. And there's no good thing that you will hold you will hold from us, oh God. So God, I thank you this morning, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for being able to approach your throne of grace with confidence that we may obtain mercy and find grace. God just said the word is sharper than any two-edged sword. Lord God, piercing, even dividing the soul and spirit, the joint and marrow. God, I thank you that nothing's hidden from your sight regarding our lives and our bodies, oh God. God, I thank you, Lord God, that you are a good God. You are a good, good Father. You will do anything to show your will to us. You will move heaven and earth, Lord God. So, God, I thank you for our spouses today. God, I thank you, Lord God. Let us walk as one, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for the great covenant that you've given all of us. I thank you, Lord God, for your courts of heaven. God, I thank you this morning for faith factor. God, I thank you this morning, Lord God, for your hand in our lives. For God, we depend on you every day. God, I thank you that we depend on you to wake us up in the morning. For each day is not promised to us. So God, help us to walk right in your word. I love you, Lord God, and I just give you praise this morning. Lord, I thank you, Lord God, that everyone would take their phones off of mute and pray you like never before, God. For you are a great God. You are a good God. Yes, you are a great God. Praise the Lord. So God, we thank you this morning as we approach the end of this year. God, I thank you Thank you, Jesus. God, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. For what you're doing, Lord. Thank you, God, for waking me up this morning, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for allowing me to have house and a job, Lord, a shelter, Lord. Thank you, God. You're good, Lord. I love you, Jesus. Thank you in my life, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for how you continue to bless me, Lord. How you continue to work on my heart. Lord, how you continue to push me forward, Lord, how you continue to guide me and cover me, Lord, I just thank you, God, thank you, Lord, I thank you, God, for what you do, Lord, thank you, God, thank you for waking me up this morning, oh, God, you're so good, thank you, Lord, thank you for my victory family, Lord, thank you for my family, thank you for all the people that I come in contact with, Lord, I'm looking for a new year, Thank you for the 
In the name of Jesus, love you, Lord. Thank you, God. God, I thank you. None of this without you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Look out for my God, daughter, Lord. Help her unless she's going through, Lord. Look out for my little cousin, singer, Lord. Bless her, Lord. Help her to come back to your light, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. It's hard out here, Lord. We have to stay focused. Cover my babies, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. We give you praise this morning. We honor you, Lord God. You deserve our praise and our glory to your name, Jesus. You deserve our glory to your name, Jesus. You deserve our glory to your name, Jesus. You deserve our glory to your name, Jesus. God, you know, everything, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I know everything that has been taken and restored.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God, we thank you this morning. Oh, God, we just worship you. We worship you. We give you the honor, Lord. We give you the glory. We give you the praise. We thank you for this new day. Lord, I just thank you for Susie with her greeting and hosting and for Diane for that amazing prayer. Good morning, Declare Victory. Can someone let me know that you can hear me this morning? Can hear you, sis. Can hear you. Amen, amen, amen. This is me, y'all. It's been a while, and when I tell you I have butterflies acting as if I have never declared before, but that's a good thing. Um, go ahead and check your mute ministry. I noticed when um, Sister Diane was praying, I don't know, somebody might have been moving the Christmas tree, but whatever it is, double check, triple check, because what we're not going to do, we're not going to give the enemy any uh, access to, to noise this morning. Amen, amen. So God claims earth and everything in it. God claims the world and all who live on it. He built it on ocean foundations, laid it out on river girders. Who can climb Mount God? Who can scale the holy north face? Only the clean-handed, only the pure-hearted men who won't cheat, women who won't seduce. God is at their side. With God's help, they make it. This Jacob is what happens to God-seekers, God-questers. Wake up, you sleepyhead city. Wake up, you sleepyhead people. King of glory is ready to enter. Who is this king of glory? God armed and battle ready. Wake up, you sleepyhead city. Wake up, you sleepyhead people. King of glory is ready to enter. Who is this king of glory? God of the angel armies, he is the king of glory. That's Psalms 24, 1 through 10, and I read it in the message version because that just just makes it clear and plain. Amazing grace shall always be my song of praise, for it was grace that brought me liberty. I do not know just why he ever came to love me so. He looked beyond my faults and saw my needs, and I shall forever lift mine eyes to Calvary. To view the cross where Jesus died for me, how marvelous the grace that caught my falling soul. He looked beyond my faults and saw my needs. Well, good morning, y'all. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is truly the day that the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. Again, Diane, wow, sis, that prayer, that prayer, that prayer. And Susie, just for always greeting and hosting with so much love and that warmth that welcomes the victors. Peace and blessings to all y'all that just got up the day after Christmas. I just thank God for this beautiful day. I pray that you all feel the love of Jesus Christ, our King. Oh, joy to the world, the Lord has come. Y'all know I would sing that, but I don't want none of y'all to hang up. So, amen. I'm going to just go ahead and share this morning. Again, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for waking us up. Because y'all know somebody didn't make it to this day. Somebody went to sleep last night, and they didn't wake up this morning. So we have to praise God right there. That's what we have to worship and thank him for, because he woke us up. So bless the name of Jesus. Sometimes what I have to do, i got to get me a hallelujah and a thank you, Jesus, holler in. It could be on my way to work because I do have to go to work this morning, but I'm thanking God all the way on my five-minute commute. I thank God for that. When I think about just how much he loves us so, that's why I'm like, Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus, just for a new day. Because, again, 
like I said, it's been a minute, and I don't know. Well, I do know it's not a bad thing to be nervous, but I am. <laughs> but I, let me introduce myself to some. I am Dee, Dee Felder, and I'm a victor. I love it in Victorville. I was thinking about how awesome God is, y'all, how to just wake up and we can hear, right? We can walk. We can talk. But most of all, we can see, right? I thank God. I just thank him for sight. We've been talking about vision this month, right? It's almost the end of the month, almost the end of the year. We are headed into a new decade. That's mind-blowing. I think time is just going and going, and that's one thing we cannot get back is time. So we have to really appreciate the now. And as my sister Nala said, live in this moment. So let me ask you this. Is your spiritual vision blurred? Hmm. Blurred lines like that Robin Thicke song. I know y'all know that. That's a jam. Everybody get, okay, I'm not going to play it. I don't want y'all to think that I'm not really saved. But what I found out, Marvin Gaye's family sued Pharrell and Robin Thicke about that song. That's a feel-good song. But I really think in my uh, imagination (laughs) that Marvin Gaye probably would be honored that his vision for a feel-good song that he wrote so long ago, it had hit a whole different generation. That song will make you dance. Amen? Anyway, blurred vision. When you have blurred spiritual vision, what you need is a spiritual eye exam. Put on your spiritual spectacles by aligning your life with the Word of God. What I do, I call it a God's optical setup, right? Because everything that you need for whatever it is you're going through, guess where it is? It's in the Word. One of the main treatments to correct spiritual blindness is Y'all ready? Ready? You might want to get a pen because I'm about to write it down. It's about to blow your mind what I'm about to share. But one of the main treatments to correct your blurred spiritual vision is that old F word, and that's forgiveness. So a vision for forgiveness. We have sufficient forgiveness methods right now to transform our lives to ones filled with love, peace, and joy. We will promote forgiveness sufficiently so that people will not doubt the power of forgiveness. Forgiving. There's so much power there. That's really the key to the whole thing. Some of some of us, though, we can fast, we can pray, we can lay out, go to every conference, every revival, all of that, right? But you still have spiritual cataract because what happens is you simply refuse to forgive, just flat out, just forget, just won't do it because of the pain, because what they did, and I get it. There are some things that are so hurtful that in your natural mind, you can't even think about forgiving them, right? And I know we've talked about forgiveness. We've had uh, workshops on forgiveness. But I wanted to come to you as far as what your vision, your spiritual vision, how it's impacted. If you, my sisters, my brothers, will not forgive. If we recognize that that's the first step to healing is forgiving, our vision would be exceptional. We could probably see through things. I heard my brother E.K., Pastor E.K., talk about those bifocals. Some of us need bifocals in order to see ourselves the way God does. We can get caught up looking with physical vision and don't realize we're nearsighted, farsighted, blind as a bat. You need God to heal your blurred spiritual vision. And sister, I think it was Lady Kathy um, who shared about that as well, and also Brother Tony Sandoval talked about spiritual eye exam. So, so much about the vision. 
but examine yourself before you even go to the optometrist. For the year end, I know I've had dental, I've had, you know, for my eyes, everything physical to go into the new decade. But I can guarantee you, if you are holding on to unforgiveness and offense, you will one day need eye surgery. I promise you. One temptation we face as believers is to adapt our views to our culture so that we will not be seen as out of touch with the world. When we give in to this tendency, we find ourselves compromising what we know is right. Anybody know what I'm talking about? We find ways to justify immoral behavior that society finds acceptable. We may say that we still believe in the Bible, we know the word, but we reinterpret its clear meaning on moral and spiritual issues and try to make it say what we want it to say. I know I am not the only one. You know good and doggone well that what you want the word to say about your situation, it ain't lining up with your want. Mm-hmm. I know, again, I'm not the only one flipping through 66 books, all 66 books of the Bible, hoping to find at least one scripture. I did say scripture, as Dion's Grandma Sadie would say, but a scripture to agree with your foolishness. Finding every reason to hold on to that unforgiveness, to that bitterness, to the grudge, and to the offense. Oh, don't don't get mad. Don't roll your eyes because I'm talking to me too. Look up different translations. Like I like the message. I like the uh, passion, passion translation. But to get that thing to fit whatever it is that we're going through so we'll feel good about holding somebody captive to unforgiveness. And see, y'all know me. The mo- the majority of you all on this line know me for real, for real, because I am another peculiar chick born and raised in Gotham City, Richmond, and you really can't get no more Richmond than being born at Richmond Hospital. <laughs> oh, Lord. And I had a millennial ask me, did that hospital really exist? Like, I hear about Richmond Hospital, but was it really a Richmond Hospital? You bet it was. 23rd Street, I don't even know what's in there now. I think the building is still there. I know they tore Brookside down, but I think Richmond is still standing. I don't know. I'll drive by there. But, again, I don't mind telling my stuff. I don't have issues, and I really don't care who understands my type of crazy because it's mine. Again, it's the 26th day of December 2019. It's the day after Christmas. So y'all have five days left in this year, in 2019. We've heard all kinds of stuff, like Diane covered um, in 2019. The topics were amazing. We're going um, 2020 with that vision. Y'all know everybody talking about 2020 vision. That's like a cliche. I'm 52 years old, and I, I, I think I shared before I had to get my eyes checked, but this was some years ago when I could tell I was having some changes. My daughters were with me. Y'all know them heifers. They heard the doctor say, 2020 vision. But then I'm thinking, okay, if my vision is 2020, I'm starting to see blurred lines. Like if I'm trying to read or that phone, and y'all know the phone is the devil, really. If you always on it, it will affect your eyes. It really will. So when I started having problems seeing my phone and I had to put it on that Dion Jackson font, oop, I'm going to get in trouble. But, you know, it's a it's a setting on your phone. If you're having trouble seeing your letters, you can make it real <laughs> But I am grateful to God for readers. I have so many, 52 years old. And so it kind of brought me to this share. And I promise you I'm going somewhere with all of this because I still got to go to my job and um, handle the little babies today. Amen. Maybe something I, I'll share will be a little different from what's been taught. 
And what it'll do, it could cause you to clean your lenses with some spiritual Windex. Amen. Over in Exodus 32, describes how the Israelites allowed their sinful desires to blur their spiritual vision. They wanted to be like their pagan neighbors. So they made an idol and had a sensual worship service. Anybody on this line have idols? Don't answer that. Stay muted. But this angered both Moses and the Lord, and it resulted in severe judgment. Man, if we really don't start taking the word of God seriously, our spiritual vision becomes blurred, and we will we will disobey God, like really, like for real. I don't care how cute your little reading glasses are, or even if you've had laser surgery, cataract surgery, you might wear quadruple double bifocals. I don't care if you wash your eyes out with that Peter Popoff spring water. If you don't take God's word seriously, you will have blurred spiritual vision. In Exodus, again, about those Israelites, if I would win the plaudits of the world, then I must lose the presence of my Lord. I cannot please the godless by my works and still enjoy the blessings of his word. So what, what I'm trying to say is don't let this world squeeze you in into, into its mold. Don't do it. As powerful as your eyes are, they have one significant limitation. Every single eye on this call has a fatal flaw because your eyes can only see physical reality. You can, it's limited to seeing the physical things like cars and people and buildings and dogs and pollution and trees. You see what I'm saying? These things are all physical, and they are the only part of reality accessible to the eye. Our eyeballs are completely useless when it comes to perceiving spiritual reality. The spiritual side of life is just as real as the physical side. We just can't see it. Don't make the mistake of thinking that the spiritual is less real than the physical because it's not. It's just as real, only we can't see it. But it's there and as real as the eyeballs are in your head. It's amazing, though, what we miss in life when we are not seeing things through the proper lenses. God's Word provides best-selling, the best-selling piece of literature in print still to this day because every single passage of Scripture is living and active and God breathes. For the word of God, thank you, Diane, I heard you. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. That's Hebrews 4.12. We can easily become blinded by the worldly pleasures and treasures and miss the awesome beauty of life transforming truths tucked into the pages of the word, the scriptures. With vision distorted by the world's viewpoint, we miss the blessing and the lesson of the word of God. Psalms 119, 105, your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. So are you looking at the world through a distorted lens? Are you trying to see spiritually through dirty lenses filled with malice, filled with resentment, filled with anger, filled with Bitterness filled with grudge holding, put whatever that is in there. Put unforgiveness. Reach for the biblical lens of God's word and start seeing it from a whole new perspective. Because our eyes are like many cameras. We take them everywhere we go. With a pupil that contracts letting more or less light in and eyelids that work like windshield wipers, it's simply amazing. It's amazing. The eyes are amazing. But just as amazing and complex as our eyes are, they are incredibly limited and flawed. 
they are limited to only seeing those physical things that I mentioned. Like right now, somebody may be on their phone, maybe on a laptop, maybe reading something, you may be looking at your coffee cup, whatever it is. These physical things are only part of our reality. So let me ask you this question. You can think about it um, as I'm finishing. How is your spiritual eyesight? Like for real, how is it? How is it? The spiritual realm is just as real, but, again, can only be seen through our spiritual eyes. Jesus says, the lamp of the body is the eye. If, therefore, your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If, therefore, the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? It's Matthew six twenty-two and 23. Your eyes, our eyes are windows to our life. Physical vision problems are so common. I read that it's estimated about 75% of adults wear glasses, and that's a lot. Spiritual vision problems are just as common. Too many of us get caught up seeing the world around us, but just in the physical sense. And when we do that, we lose our spiritual focus. So we must correct our spiritual vision problems. And, again, we have to get beyond some things. That's why he looked beyond my faults and saw my need. Those are the words in that song, just melts my heart. My heart weeps every time I hear it. Because I guess I never really thought about grace being described that way. Please, Please mute your line. How God extended grace to me by looking beyond my faults and seeing my needs, my need for a Savior, my need for forgiveness, my need to feel love, my need for Him. How, have, how I have looked beyond the faults of those who have offended and hurt me, betrayed me, lied on me, left me, disappointed me, broke me down, wounded me, cut me, abandoned, simply just failed me. But I look beyond that. Forgiving another does not mean you will never, ever, ever, ever feel the pain or remember that thing that hurt you because the hurtful experience will be in your memory forever. By forgiving, you are not pretending the hurtful behavior never happened because it did. The important thing is to learn from it while letting go of the painful feelings. It's not that you are unforgivable. It's not that they are unforgivable. It's just that the pain of it is unforgettable. Let me say it again. It's not that they are unforgivable. It's just the pain is unforgettable. So what happens with that is the enemy will blur your vision, and every time you see that person, think of that person, even hear their name, the hurt that disappointed you, your vision is blurred. So you're not able to see them the way that God does. So that forgiveness piece that we talk about that a lot of us say that we have down pat is out the window. Because you're forgetting all about that Jesus bore all of that on the cross anyway. We're forgetting about how his grace really is sufficient. And for some of us, it has impacted our vision because we just won't forgive. And it's not because we can't. We just choose not to. And that's blurred spiritual vision. You know that defeated devil will have you looking at the person who hurt you through those cartoon eyes? Some of y'all old enough to know, especially Brother E., how those old cartoons would bore, you know, you see the, the red eyes would shoot at somebody like lasers and burn a hole straight through them. You can't even see their sincere apology or change in them, and they really truly are apologizing. They're really, they're really trying to make their right. They're trying to, to give you an apology, right? 
But it's not about forgiveness. It's not about being right or wrong. It doesn't mean that the person's behavior was okay. You're not excusing their behavior, and you're not giving them permission for them to repeat it or to continue that behavior. When you forgive another one, it does not mean you wish to even continue the relationship with them. And that's hard for a lot of people to to understand. That's a whole separate decision. You can forgive a person, live your life apart from them. Forgiveness does not always mean reconciliation. It does not. Forgiveness can only take place because we have the ability to make choices. And this ability is a gift that we can use it whenever we wish. We have the choice to forgive or not to forgive. You can. It's your choice. No other person can force you to do either. But I do this morning, this morning, I want to just encourage you that as valuable as your physical eyesight is, you have a set of spiritual eyes that are even more valuable. And not only do you have spiritual eyes, but you must use them if you really want to live a life that's pleasing to God. Because every single human being has spiritual eyes. God gave them to us so that we could apprehend the spiritual realities of life. But sadly, those who have not trusted in him are completely blind spiritually. Paul wrote about it in 2 Corinthians 4, 3 and 4 is where he wrote it. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled only to those who are perishing, among whom the God of this age has blinded the minds of those who do not believe, so they would not see the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God. They cannot see unless the Holy Spirit gives them sight. Tragically, the eyes of many believers don't see very well. Often our spiritual vision is blinded by the glare of what our physical eyes see. And again, I want to encourage you this morning that it is more important to make sure your spiritual eyes can see clearly than almost anything else you do. God spoke to my heart. He said, you have to visit the optometrist, a physician, regularly to keep your clear vision. So you must come to me often to keep your vision focused on the spiritual life because things can get really distorted in this world. Coming to me will change your entire perspective about life, about relationships, about troubles, and even about me. I have a standing appointment open for you. No waiting needed, needed. No insurance required. No shoving your way to the front. I am always here. I am always able to get you back in focus. Perfect sight requires regular visits in prayer and in fellowship with me. What you see as a real problem may just need an adjustment. I have specialized spiritual equipment in my word. Oh, beloved, when God works on your vision, he gives you fresh insight and a whole new perspective. Yes, you may have a, have had a serious eye injury. Anybody else have had, ever been hit in the eye with a ball or a fist or a rock or whatever? That's a, eye, that's a serious eye injury, and it's weakened by the troubles you've seen and the issues you've gone through in your life. I know in 52 years I have seen, all these eyes have seen some things. Distortion has come, and you're barely able to see the Lord in your situation sometimes, but he's there. He's working on your life, even in the midst of the things you can't understand today, things that are going on right now. You have no understanding. You can't even see beyond that thing. But even even though there's, there's some trouble seeing, he's doing it. God is doing it. And you can trust that he's at work. When you spend time with him, he restores your sight and grants you favor, even while you're feeling the pain of this cold, cold world, whatever it is you're going through. You have to run to him quickly and let him repair your vision. 
Instead of focusing on the problem, you'll focus on him and the word. And understand that the troubles are temporary, but being able to see the Lord, that's eternal. You will go out into the day. You will have joy and peace that nobody will understand. Because a lot of times people know what you're going through, but you'll have a peace that don't make no kind of sense. And the realization is that you are a favorite child of God who is focusing on his truth, and your eyes are brand new, so you're seeing a little different. God loves you, and he's for you. You are God's beloved. So watch closely because he is about to open some doors and some windows and fling the kingdom of heaven your way. You will see him clearly and in the beauty of his holiness as he walks through your life. Keep your eyes on him. Keep your focus on him. Time with him restores your sight, your hope, your trust, your perspective as you live in the light of his word. There's light in the word, y'all. Because our vision can get blurred at times as we experience hardships, not realizing that everything is unfolding just as God has intended it to. And God has a bigger vision for us than we do. We can't even imagine how big the vision he has for us. But many times we have to have that eye of the tiger. I think my nephew David played the eye of the tiger song before. In having the eye of the tiger, you can stare adversity in the face and say, bring it on. For God brought me to this and God will bring me through this. Everything we do is guided by God's will and not our own. When we walk in God's truth and become a peaceful warrior, we gain clarity and vision and purpose. We are better able to be of service and value to others. We are stronger. We're not wounded trying to witness to other people from a broken place. There will be people, though, that don't understand us and are not on the same wavelength as we are due to to their blurred vision. It's okay. Don't get discouraged. Everybody don't have clear spiritual vision, but in gaining gaining clarity and clearing up the blurry vision, for me, I've come to understand that there are some that will and some that will not, and some that are just in that waiting place, right? It's important to have a clear vision so that you attract the people that will help you to bring that peace, to bring that love, to bring that joy, and to bring prosperity into your own life. It is when you overcome the storms that you grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. It's a balance to this thing. You have two choices. You can forget everything and run and have blurred vision, or you can face everything and rise and have clarity and know that you know that you know because you're seeing things differently. The time is now to have clear eyes with a full heart so that you can improve your life and the lives of others around you that you witness to your family. So how will you be a lifter and help others to have clear eyes and a full heart so you can't lose? There will be many encounters with people who may have a blurred vision for they have been doing things a certain way that they have become set in their ways and reluctant to change. That's why I talked about some people that flat out just won't forgive because they want to hold on to that. So let me share this with you as I close. In Philippians, focus on the goal. It's the message version. I'm going to read it to you. I'm not saying that I have this all together, that I have it made, but I am well on my way, reaching out for Christ, who has so wondrously reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this, but I've got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running, and I'm not turning back. So let's keep focused on that goal. Those of us who want everything God has for us, if any of you have something else in mind, something less than total commitment, 
God will clear your blurred vision. You'll see it yet. Now that we're on the right track, let's stay on it. So sisters and brothers, my Victorville folks, please take this last piece of advice. God is the God of restoration. He will restore your blurred vision. I don't care how many laser, LASIK eye surgery, cataract surgery, glaucoma surgery, even color change surgery. But until you learn to forgive those you are holding captive to unforgiveness, your spiritual vision will be blurred. Amen. That's it. As we open up the call, welcome to Declare Victory. This is Didi. Who's on the line? Hey, sister. Good morning, Hedy Good morning. Hey, my girl. Good morning. Good morning, family. It's Pam. Love hey, y'all. Pam. Good morning, Pam. Nice. Um, I love you. Oh. I'm sorry, Yvonne. What you say, sweetie? She said it's Yvonne. Good morning. <laughs> Hey, D.D., how you doing? That was good morning, day. Sister Mona. How is you, girl? Good. I was just laying here just enjoying every word. Amen. Amen. I'm glad it's been a minute. A so, little, little rusty, a little rusty, but I I tried to do a little something. <laughs> <laughs> I miss your voice. Oh, thank you, sweetie. Anybody else? This your sister. I love you. Excellent chair. I was blessed. Yes, very blessed. Oh, thank you, sweetie. I'm transitioning my phone over because I got to go to take care of them babies. Anybody have anything they want to say, comment, add? Um, like like Pastor um, Van Hook said, don't like, disagree with. Now's your time. Right. Good morning. I'm trying not to say nothing because I'm, I'm in the automobile. Good morning. Enjoyed your share, sister. Oh, thank you. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Dee Dee. It's Nikisha. Uh, great share. What's you, up, Nikisha? Uh, me, hey, you had me in tears with, with a lot of it. But God is great, and I just really enjoy hearing what everyone has to share and their spin on it. So this is just. This is just so awesome, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I I need to go get my spiritual eyes checked. I had the natural <laughs> eyes checked a couple of weeks ago, but praise God. Yeah, that, that, Amen. that hit me like that hit me a little bit different too when I was studying on. I was like, ooh 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 ooh. Yes, but ma'am. Again, it's tied to like I was trying to, and we talk about the that holding on to not forgiving people, but it's real. I didn't realize that. When you're holding all that stuff in, it affects your vision. It does. It really does. So that's that's what I wanted to come from. Excuse me, y'all. I'm breathing heavy. Can I put my shoe on? Anybody else? Right. Oh, Nikisha, and thank you yeah. for loving on my, my bubbly. That just blessed my heart to know that she got a sister. I'm not trying to cry. But God is so strategic in how he is connecting us because she's been in Vegas for a while, and, and I, I can hear it. She called me the other day and made me listen to her talk. But um, <laughs> but it's just beautiful to see how he is connecting us, you know what I mean? So, yeah, and I'll be in Vegas, and I'll make sure I get to hug your neck. I'll let you know ahead of time when I'm coming. 
oh, well, you know, I I told her that, that God is so strategic because she had gave me her number, but I wasn't ready yeah. to let anybody into my space because mm-hmm. I was hurting. And God is so strategic. I'm healing from a lot of things, and then we're helping each other to heal. Oh, yeah, so that God one right there, great. though? Don't, don't get too comfortable because she's mine. I'm just saying. You can borrow. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Thank you, sir. Love you, too. <laughs> Good morning, Sister Good morning. This is Sister Tracy. Hey, Tracy. Um, hi. Thank you so much for your share this morning. And I just want to tell you that I love you because you are so trans and authentic um, and strategic in what you say. You you are about it. Like, you say what you say, and, and it is what it is. And it's like you love you or hate you. It is, you know, that's who you are. And people have to accept you and meet you right where you are. And that's really important. And listening to you this morning, I was having a conversation recently with someone, and I was talking to them about forgiveness. And I said it is extremely important for you to forgive. When you ask how do you forgive someone so quickly, I'm like, it's not me. It's the Christ that lives in me that allows me, as much as I may not like what a person has done to me or um, um, I can't hold them accountable, I have to turn it over to God and let him do what he does because I don't want to block my blessings. I got too much to lose and too much at, at stake um, to hold on to stuff that has nothing to do with me. And I was talking about gutting the, uh, the infection. You got to hit the infection and start to gut it in order to start the healing process. So I just want to say thank you on this morning for being transparent, and I love you. I love you. I love you too, Tracy, and thank you for saying that because that's an area, and you know, we know each other well, and we know what happens in this old dirty world, but we can say that, you know what I mean? It's easy to say, but that forgiveness piece is so real. That forgetting part, I think, is what gets people stuck because you really, I think it was Pastor Coleman that talked about how you can forgive, but forget is something that your mind is not able to do unless, of course, you know, I hate to say it, if you suffer from dementia or something like that, but painful things that's happened, who who forgets that? You know, so but but the forgiveness part, like you said, it's for us so that we're not bitter and we're not rehearsing that and we're not it, it keeps you connected to that that pain. If you just learn to forgive and again, it don't mean you can you're gonna kick it with them ever again, but you have to learn to forgive them, pray them well, and sometimes it gotta be from the other side. And that's not everybody don't think that way, but that's really, to me, that's how I've learned to heal. And I've shared with you guys before, for me to forgive my ex-husband, that was the biggest thing ever. If I forgave that man, ain't nothing nobody can do to me that that will not let me forgive them. I hope that makes sense. Yes, it does. Amen. Mm -hmm. Good morning, Sister Dede. Awesome share, awesome share. I just need... um, if you can just is post that DD101 verse 2 about the forgiving and not forgetting. Some people, all well, not some people, all people always want to blame it on the part that they just can't forget. Mm-hmm. But that quote right there was so awesome. I need you to post that somewhere so I can share it because people don't hear it. Yeah. And it don't penetrate the heart sometimes when it comes from certain people. Right. But if they could see it in that time, that one time that God 
puts it right in front of them, mm-hmm. it might be able to break up that folly ground and just do some things for some people. Amen. Okay, there. Got it, got it. Anybody else? Good morning. Sis, this is Diane. Hey, so, oh, man. Okay, to... don't you stop. My eyelashes are still good. Don't make them come off. I'm, playing. I'm not playing. <laughs> I just want to say I enjoyed your message on, you know, eye surgery. Um, I've been wearing glasses since high school. My vision never changed, has never changed. This last time when I went to have my eyes uh, examined last year, you know, I noticed noticed something was wrong, and I kept rubbing my eyes trying to make things clear. And it just, when I went to the doctor, I, I couldn't, out of the left eye, I could not read the screen. And the doctor looked at me, she said, hmm. She said, I don't understand why your left eye has changed so drastically because it has never changed since I've been wearing glasses. And I could not see the, I could not see the lenses. It was so blurry I couldn't read them. And sometimes that's what we do when we, we have unforgiveness, that we hold on to, the, to things. It starts to cause problems within your body. If you hold on to unforgiveness and not seeing things through your spiritual land, which is the things of God, then that's what starts to happen. You just start to deteriorate in areas of your life. But not having 20-20 vision, so I had to get my glasses in that left eye had to be stronger in order for me to see where I was going. And in your message this morning, we need a spiritual vision rather than our just natural vision because we need to see things from God's perspective and not our own, not walk in Diane's perspective, but to walk in God's perspective. So I just thank you for that message this morning because unforgiveness will cause you your happiness. It will cause you to stumble in your marriage. It will cause your marriage not to flourish. It will cause your household to be torn apart. All of these things, you know, before I truly start walking with God, my life was a mess. But I had to learn how, because when I first got on this call, I had so much bitterness in me. And when bitterness takes root, it just messes your whole life up. And I, But I thank God today that I no longer hold on to anything. I'm quick to forgive, as the Bible says. Be quick to forgive, because when you don't, it starts to set in and starts to start causing problems for you, start to moving around, not from one spot to the next. And next thing you know, you're all out of control. So I thank you this morning for that message. And we can never get enough uh, studying forgiveness because forgiveness is the key 
to your happiness. Forgiveness is the key to hearing God. Forgiveness is the key to moving forward. Forgiveness is the key to your faith. It's it's the key to it's the center of everything because you can't not move forward in God with unforgiveness. So great message. Thank you, Spick Sister. I love you so much. And when I realized that you were praying, I was like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I needed that. I needed that. So thank you for just who you are in my life and for helping me to grow up spiritually. So I thank you. And I can't tell you enough how much I love you and how much you mean to me. So I love you and thank you. Love you hey, Dee, good morning. Hey. It's Bree Bree. What's hey. up with my baby? Hey, well, I feel like doing a cabbage patch right now, though. <laughs> just do it, just do it. Um, I enjoyed you as well. I'm actually getting dressed because I have to go to work too. But I was listening, um, and I love the way you connected your declaration with our natural vision. And I was kind of giggling. I was going somewhere the other night with another sister friend, and she asked me to drive um, because she doesn't like to drive at night. And as I'm driving, I'm thinking to myself, she has no idea. I can't see at night. Did I have my glasses on? Absolutely not. Did I tell her I was impaired? Nope. I just jumped behind the wheel. And as you were talking about forgiveness and how it messes up our vision, it just made me think about how interwoven our lives are. And if we're walking around with unforgiveness, we're we're impaired. And the people that's dependent upon us have no idea that we're functioning at half capacity at best. So forgiveness is not just for us. It's for us, but it's also for the people who are assigned to our lives who need us to be functioning at best so they can get to their destination safely. So thank you. Because of this declaration, I'm going to be held accountable, and I'm going to tell people I can't see at night without my glasses on so that they'll make it to their destination safely. I love you. I love you, sis, so much. Thank you. I, love, I like, love you hard. Thank you so much, sister. I know. So now, next time we go somewhere, I'm driving at night. You will not be driving. <laughs> oh, Lord. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Cynthia. God bless you all. Cynthia. I so enjoyed the message today, but I just wanted to say that the forgiveness must extend to ourselves. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Oftentimes, you know, we get into unforgiveness and self-loathing and condemnation about decisions that we made, and we have to extend that same forgiveness to ourselves so that we can be whole and have our vision clear. Good. We also, with the biggest piece of that, with the forgiving of yourself, is that we have to receive God's forgiveness, and that covers it all. Amen. If you really know that God's forgiven you, then you, because we really, we're going to continue to do stuff, if that makes sense. And that 13-week workshop that we did on living a lifestyle of forgiveness touched on all of it. So you're right. We cannot continue to condemn ourselves because there's no condemnation. So once we're healed and we know and we, we receive God's forgiveness, hey, you're right, sister, right there. So thank you so much, Cynthia. Cynthia, where are you, are you in the Bay Area? No, I'm not. I am in She's Chicago. In Chicago. <laughs> oh, shut Hi, down. sister. Uh, uh, I was stranded in Chicago one night. Okay. <laughs> I am oh. in the shower. It is 62 degrees on December the 26th, and oh, we Lord, are you're out there with Philip Watson them. <laughs> yes, I am. I am. That is my little brother. Oh, oh 
Lord. Do, do you laugh <laughs> like him, too? All day long. Because, look, I, I had to change planes in Chicago, and I promise you, I told him, I heard somebody laughing like him. I turned around. I him. <laughs> 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 oh, well, good to meet you, Cynthia. Yay. Thank you as well. God bless you all. God bless you, sister. Anybody else? Because I got to go to the schoolhouse and love on them little kids. I hope don't, but two of them show up. <clears throat> Morning, big head. Oh, you know what? I knew that. I knew that I should have hit that mute. Hey, brother. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, little sis? Great, uh, uh, great, great declaration. Great to hear your sound. Uh, uh, I hear, I hear, I hear a whole lot of healing in there. So, so I'm always um, grateful to hear that. Uh, a couple questions. First of all, that Dion uh, Jackson font. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. You. Look- you know what? You being messy. In your phone? I'm just, I'm just wondering. No, no. You know what? Quiet. See, see, Dion, I didn't mean that. It's somebody had told me to say that. <laughs> it's, it's anyway, um, a wonderful declaration. You know, the Bible tells us that in, in Hebrews that we, even though we are children of God, we are we're always going to have a little trouble with our sight. You know, we have a disability because of the nature. Even though we are born again, we still have this um we still have this flesh and we still have this essential nature. And so Paul says that, you know, we, we look through a, a mirror dimly lit. So we don't always get a chance to see even the best of us. But I'm so glad that um God wrote a letter to us, to the church that is uh here now, Revelation three, uh the spiritual church of Laodicea. It says, even though we have all of these riches, and even though we think we all of that, what we are is is is, is we're blind and we're naked. Mm-hmm. And so God says that we can come to Him, and that we can um, buy a solve for our eyes to relieve that uh, um, that spiritual blurness. You know, it's like going through an atmosphere of fog, or or if you've ever been in any place where it's windy and you have a lot of particles or you may suffer from um, hay fever and you're in an area that's pollinated, you know, and it causes your eyes to tear, may cause your eyes to, you know, um, you know, react in a certain way. Well, all of that is sin. And we walk through sin. We walk through different environments in this sinful world. And so, in order to get our spiritual blindness, yes, we, we needed eye solve, and I'm 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 uh, glad that you broke it down. You know, the eye solve may may be, you know, we need to get forgiveness for God to to help our unforgiveness. We may need to uh, uh, buy that eye solve to you know to um, clear up uh, eyesight that that have been um, turned or irritated by bitterness and and, and resentment. And you know a lack of compassion. So God's God's eye saw is that is that word. You know what I'm saying? Is that word, yeah. and that word increases our faith and and increases uh, the time for us to see. We're always going to see a little bit. But I'm just so glad, and I wait for the day that when we stand upon that sea of glass and we receive that new and glorified body, that we we will be able to see God face to face. So great declaration. Love you. Love your sound, and God bless everybody. Love you too, big brother. Love you too. Anybody else have anything? 
Good morning, Judy. It's Barbara. Hi, Barbara. Good morning. So good to hear yourself. Oh, good to hear you too, Thank you stranger for your lady. <laughs> Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Anybody else have anything? Hey, I'm Dee Dee. It's David. I just wanted to thank you for your share. Was, what's up, nephew? <laughs> what's up, what's up? It was pretty powerful and on point. I recently had to get eyeglasses, and I'm adjusting to it, and everything kind of has that fishbowl kind of weird distortion, but I know right. over time it's going to get better. And so I thought it was awesome how you brought it back to forgiving and how once we forgive our vision begins to get clearer and I think that's just important for us all to remember so thank you thank you you're welcome and happy holidays to you happy holidays love you thank you love you anybody else Well, amen. If not, I'm going to close the call. I want to share this last little scripture um, before I head to the schoolhouse. Keep um, me and those babies if you, throughout your day. Think about just all the kids. There's a lot going on um, in the spiritual world with these babies. But it's 1 John 4, 16, 7, 16, 17, and then 19. And it says, And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. We love because he first loved us. We possess the power to love others as believers because of his love for us. It sounds easy, but it's hard. It's really hard reality to live out if we're honest. I was listening to a song, Love Like You. I'm going to try to remember to post it. I plead with God to make me more like his son when I ask, show me the way to capture your heart, to give grace to my brother and help my sister. Help me to forgive those who may have wronged me, even to love my enemies. So pray that throughout the day. Ask the Lord to help you to forgive, to help you love your enemies, because this world is constantly divided as we see everything that's going around us. But it's important to pray, to pray and pray effectively and strategically, because no matter how busy we all may be, we have to take the time to love, 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 because we can love the hurt away, we can love the hate away. We don't want to walk around with our blurred spiritual vision so love you all to life have a wonderful day love on your family and forgive somebody peace and blessings love y'all love you too you guys have a blessed day love y'all love you you too have a wonderful day love y'all have a good day love you have a good day thank you for the word Amen, Yvonne. Have a good Amen. day. Hey, this is... yeah. All right, bye. I love you guys. Bye. Come on.